It's time for the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe to feed your sports fandom. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, the Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by DraftKings Sports and Social, Downtown Nashville, and State Farm Hendersonville agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs in Gallatin. Call into the show and voice your opinion at 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And now, here's your host for the Sunday Morning Scramble, 2001 Baltimore Ravens Strong Safety Super Bowl Champion, Corey Harris. And Air Force veteran, longtime football coach, Greg Tonjes. Not exactly. <laughs> I think uh, GT is playing hooky today, something he probably hadn't done since 1976, but it's your boy, Will Brown. They call me the producer. I guess that's what I am. And uh, now one thing that is accurate right across from me is uh, my Super Bowl champion, strong safety, Corey Harris. Corey, how you doing this morning? What's good, Will? The producer jumped out. Stuck, angry will. There you go with this crap <laughs> So we gonna have a good one now. First of all, if y'all watching us on Facebook, right? I mean on uh, YouTube. You got Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter's formerly known as well now known as X, X Twitch. Uh, you got a little bit of everything. Y'all gotta see this. This ain't your regular radio show. You know what I'm saying? So we do have listeners uh, uh, with WNSR all over the state. And Smyrna is coach. Shout out to coach. Y'all send out some prayers for, for Coach. Uh, we don't know what's going on, but he was thoughtful enough not to bring it in and and throw it off on his uh, brother from another mother. And so we going to get into it. A lot of good sports talk uh, for the year, but from last night. And so we're going to get a whole lot of topics. Um, like got a couple people calling in, but the Georgia FSU game was uh, – Something and the question is behind this, Will. One, I knew what was gonna happen, and I didn't even watch the game because I knew what was gonna happen. And two, what can you do about the mediocrity uh in these bowl games and what's happening now with players looking forward to business? And I I have some thoughts about that, and I've said this for a long time. Just like the uh it is for the institutions and the businesses that gain from the entertainment of the talent. It's about the money for them. So why wouldn't players that play in these games that are generating these millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, why would they not have an exact share in that particular thing? No, I, I even see where if, you're going. Even if you, even if you held it and, and held it over their head regarding eligibility and content, conduct detrimental, but if, we, if you get into a bowl game – and the school is going to get a $13 million check, why not Why not tithe off? Why not take $1.3 million and split it up amongst the 85 or the 100 players on your team? You know what? And I feel like and what you're saying is very accurate because I like where you're speaking from. You're speaking from a former player perspective, right? And I don't have an issue with these guys sitting out of these bowl games. Because at the end of the day, you don't know. And it's like we were talk like we were talking about off air. You have people that are against these players sitting out of these bowl games because they feel like they're losing pride for their school and 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 it's it's all about them. And there's some truth to that. If I know I'm gonna be 
one of the top 75 picks in the NFL draft, which means I'm going to go within the top three rounds, which means that, you know, my odds of making a team, especially when I'm one of the first 31 players picked, you automatically own the team, you know, but 32 rather. But I don't have an issue with it. And I don't have an issue with it because you never know, you know, what people are going through. Or what people may have going on, you know, like like Marvin Sapp said, you may I may not have been with you what you have been through, but I've been through something. So you never know, you know what, you know what Mon Dukes might be having going on back back in Conyers, Georgia. But but I, what I'm still saying, even regard, and I'm not I'm not ever mad at uh, the players. I'm just saying, uh, uh, I'll play devil's advocate uh, from a standpoint of this, and then I'll give an example of I've said this years ago with I think Jalen Smith with, with with Notre Dame. One. To a degree, it's like you've jumped out of a plane 99 times from uh, 5,000 feet. And now all of a sudden, because you're going to get paid to jump from 10,000 feet, you ain't fearful of being hurt that 100th jump. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you haven't thought about it. You've gotten there. The difference is your mindset. I had a, a basketball coach. Gil Toes, ben, ben Davis High School, Perennial Sports Powerhouse. Now oh, here you go. Uh, you, you feel Perennial Sports Powerhouse, uh, 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 greatly powered by uh, a good uh, a good majority powered by uh, uh, the neighborhood and kids and families that I, I I grew up in. My brother was one of the first African Americans uh, at the at the at the school. But Gil Toes uh, said. What's the difference in the first free throw of a basketball game and the one to win the state championship? Okay, I like that. Nothing but what's at stake. But the great free throw shooters (laughs) have a routine and the capacity to do what? Make those free throws. And they focus on what? What's at stake or being 100% from the line? Just making them free throws. You feel what I'm saying? Pressure pressure is a distraction. So, So... that that thought right right there is it. So my thing about the bowl is you want to present them the motivation in a profit sharing manner all across the board because why? You're making billions. And it's it's, it's like Beyonce, uh uh, it's like a promoter telling Beyonce, we're gonna give you first class travel. You and your whole family, anybody that you want to take, going to be able to go all your food. You're going to be at the best hotel. You're going to even have a shopping spree. We got you. Wear whatever you want. And uh, she says, well, let me get let me get 50% of the, the, the gate and the rights to the audio visual of the, of the event. And now all of a sudden the promoter is like, uh, well, no, nah, that don't that don't make that don't make sense. It makes all the sense. Why is the talent and the power always shorted? And so it's ironic because the thing that makes the NFL so stable, profit sharing, is the is is one of the least things you 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 see uh, uh, in business and structures, especially when it comes to talent being. Uh, exploited to the degree that it's been in on in for for years in my opinion for sports so uh so as devil's advocate yeah you're gonna take 99 jumps and now the the 100 jump you so worried about the future that you ain't gonna do it but then on the other end Jalen smith i think at the time was rated as a likely gonna be the 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 number uh three pick pick 
in the in the draft and uh played in the bowl game. Now maybe maybe that then I was saying, well, I wouldn't play. But the reason I was saying I wouldn't play is because they're making so much money, you're not going to even do them the justice of getting them an insurance policy that's $30, $40, 50000000 million. You pay for it. They're the beneficiary. They suffer a traumatic injury. They get $50 million, and they still get to try out if they— So it's ways to, to, to correct these systems, but it's around sharing and giving. And the and and the 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 players are always the last. Like Nick Saban and uh um Dabo had issue with players being paid until it was nothing they could do about it. So my thing is if you if you set it up as profit sharing, and again, this is nothing against uh women or anything related to 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 that, but you know, I look at what football players on the gridiron are putting uh, at stake, right? And so to put your uh, uh, your your physical capacity to uh, operate and, and live e- efficiently, it, yet the NFL players don't have guaranteed contracts unless they are the position that needs the most help from others to operate efficiently, the quarterback, right? So just from that premise alone, these institutions that are making these hundreds of millions and billions of dollars uh, on these players, you're talking about bowl games. Why shouldn't the top 10 bowl games uh, uh, be games that uh, have motivating things behind them that push players to remind players that they are uh, the reason that this is even possible? versus making it illegal for LeBron James' mama to get a loan to have a Hummer truck, but you're making $100 million on the premise of his talent. So it's about doing the right thing. So I see why players are uh, like, okay, I made it this far. I'm getting off the car. I'm getting out the car now on all these guys I've been working and fighting with. But to that other part, as a college coach and a college institution, you should be developing your all of your players uh, for this moment which was one of the topics that I said I wanted to talk about coming in. Coach G's not here. I don't normally uh, uh, do anything but uh, uh, jump in and give my experience and, and, and some of the things that I watch. I don't even consume sports in, in, in that manner. We know what my my passion and purpose is, uh, community and, and, and youth and development, but sports for life. And so uh, the question is, and, and I'm going to need y'all to call in. Uh, what's the number, Will? So the number is 615-844-5600. So that is the number we would like for you to call in, uh, give your opinion on. Now, this this topic, what we talked about, what's better than a good backup? Because a good backup is a good starter. And I can speak uh, uh, to this, but I, I like some people to, to call in. What do you think about who? Uh, Tom Brady was what? Was I playing when Tom Brady got his chance? But – he was a he was a backup to step in after what I think uh, Drew Bledsoe got hit and hurt on the sideline. Tom Brady came in and uh, the the sixth rounder became the the goat. So uh, uh, there's nothing better, and it's proven right now with quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that have gone down, that you must have a good backup, which is a good starter. Uh, if you're going to make it through a long um, 
Now, I, I will say, now that, we'll save that for the after 820 okay. hour. But, but going back to your topic, again, I see from a business perspective where you're coming from. And yes, as far as development for the players, yeah, everybody deserves that development. But we all know what less than we all know the percentage. I want to say it's less than one percent makes it to the league when you have you know all of these FBS teams, FCS, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes back and to kind of go ahead and wrap this one up, when it comes back to players opting out of bowl games. Again, if you know you're between 1 and 75 and you throughout the regular season have put on enough tape to show that you can do what you know you have the potential to do in the NFL if putting it to put in the right system. And then it's prime time. Then it's, it is what a it is. It's a business decision. It's Absolutely. a business decision because yeah, yeah. I, I was looking down this list as you, you know, went through your 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 rant. I mean, there were a <laughs> lot of top guys. Wait, for, hold on, hold on. My rant. Yeah, you sure. I, I mean, it was it was an it was a good rant. Okay, okay. I learned, it was, it was an educated rant. Nah, educated. It was an educated rant. No, no, don't get it twisted now. Now, nah, nah, if I, I'm like, no, dog, dog, be quiet. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like that, that's what needs to be done, but not the case. But when you look at these guys, I mean, sheesh, well over a hundred guys have opted out of bowl games, and I'm looking at, you know, some guys that could potentially be, you know, day one picks to Leela. Tonga Vailoa from Maryland. That's uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa's right. younger brother. He didn't play in Maryland, went to town yesterday now, now the in the is, Music City Bowl. Now, the question is, did his backup, now, did he communicate with, with his main man that's behind him to let him know, look, bro, get ready, right? If we, if I want, when we, no matter what bowl game we go to, I'm not playing. Like, it, it's still pro, it, it's still a program. So my, my thought is, um, no, the bowl game series are not going to be certain things. But if you make the top five or ten bowl games across the country, something that financially are, I mean, Florida State from a prize standpoint, this is this is what I feel like. If Florida State had whooped Georgia, we all knew that wasn't going to happen. Come but on, it, I mean, we just let's be hypothetically. If Don't even Georgia, say that hypothetically. Hi, I, I, hypothetically, if Georgia, if Florida State had had whooped Georgia as a Florida State uh, uh, booster base and and or, uh, institution, I would have went and bought rings and tricked them out because you really beat what if you had a vote across the country would get more votes than any team as the best team in college football. Florida State. Let's just just keep it. Let's just keep the game. We're just talking about the number of players. They and whining. Yeah, yeah. And and the, you know, in Division One, it's all about what you know because you play D one ball. Next man up, right? Next man. I don't want to hear nothing. Next man up, and the men didn't show up, and they got scored 35, 35 points were scored on Florida State in the second quarter. And I made a tweet last night. And in my tweet, I said, damn, FSU, I'm just going to leave it at that. They got took outside and had to go grab their own switch. Didn't grab the correct switch. Mama already had the thick switch that was wrapped up with all the other switches in the crib waiting for their asses. But also, but also, we are not going to take away from them dogs was pissed off. Yes. And wasn't talking about nothing 
nothing related to missing the 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 top four. I'm they, they they weren't talking nothing, and part of that is part of part of that is the 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 leadership of Florida State was talking about how they had been robbed. The coaches were talking about how they've been robbed. With nobody at Florida State uh uh talking about keeping the main thing the main thing, and what's that? beating the next person in front of you, but and more importantly, getting the ultimate alley-oop in terms of opportunity to shut everybody up. Because if they would have beat Georgia, who would have said that they shouldn't have been in the top four? It would have been like this. Well, Florida State proved why they should have been in the college football playoff, and then Georgia showed everyone why they shouldn't have been. Now it's the opposite. Exactly. Now you got a bunch of guys sitting in their room Wiping the sweat off their forehead saying, whew, praise the Lord, we escaped another TCU. <laughs> because that's what happened to Florida State. They got TCU'd. They didn't get beat. They got TCU'd. Okay? And in Georgia, I, I will say this. Georgia proved why they're, why, and I'm going to say this as a Texas fan. Georgia proved why Texas probably shouldn't be in the, in the, in the college football playoff. We can't do nothing about it now because they're about to play Washington. And Florida State showed the entire world, and, and I'm, I'm going to use a statement that my guy Greg Poe gave me. All 13-0 and 0 teams are not created equal, and Florida State went out there and showed why. They showed how weak the ACC is because when but I— How many players did they have holding out? I, mean, I don't care. It was it 30. 30? Yes. It matters. It matters. It matters. And Georgia had what, 17? I want let's, to let's count. Let's be accurate here. Was it? It, it, but but the the point is not even being motivated to to play is an issue for me, right? These are the, the, again you have a way to prove your point. Yeah, because a lot of these purpose is that was a national championship game. You couldn't ask for a better opponent to even show. I mean, if it would have if they would have showed up and made it a close game, we would have gave them the benefit of the doubt about it. But for me, the the Florida State. Boys that I played with, men that I played with, and and uh, the the Leroy Butlers, the Terrell Buckleys, these guys, I believe, their pride, and they would have been pissed off and insulted, and would have been getting penalties on every, on every big play, ha- had they had the opportunity to do something like that. That's just what I believe. And I'm gonna say this, and then again, so we'll, we'll go into the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, but 18 players opted out from Florida State due to going into the transfer portal. So that that should let you know a little something right there. But here's what we're going to do. They could go in the portal after the bowl game. You said what now? Could, could they go in the portal after the bowl game? No, that's why they held out. They're going into the portal. They uh, they okay. going into the portal, but I, dog. I, but I thought you couldn't. I thought the time from time frame. Matter of fact, James out of Cleveland, I don't know if you're watching, but if you are, Ashley, uh, uh, Farthing, hit James out of Cleveland, tell her, uh, uh, text Will, the producer, because we want to get her to come in, because that's, that, that's the topic we can't go, uh, uh, not talking about NIL and how that's impacting football, as well as what we're talking about sharing this money. I'm talking about this profit sharing. The NFL is the model. They, they, they've they lasted. Oh, yes, for sure. They're, they're, they're strong. Uh, and so, again, we want y'all to send Coach Greg Tonjes, known as the coach, Coach G, we call him, uh, the hardest working man uh, in, that, in Music City. Um, y'all sending some love on Facebook. Y'all say say what's up to him. 
y'all y'all send a prayer out for him. Uh, we missing him here, but we are relying on uh, the role players. You know, our star is out, and the role players, and this is a big thing that's hitting the oh, Greg's Titan a star. Tar. Yeah, he's the star of this oh, thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We we just we the backup. Greg do all the uh, all the hustle, and so huh. uh, again, you're listening to the Sunday morning scramble. We missing the coach, but I am Corey Harris, Vanderbilt University. You know, that means we built different. Um, All right. We will, the producer. Mm -hmm. And we we talk my stuff about Vanderbilt on the other end. We are live from the Strike and Spare Studios. Remember, call in 615-844-5600. More college football talk on the other end. This is the Sunday Morning Scrim. We'll be right back. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja sent you This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. 
This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. It's if over. they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still is be over. out. They're, <laughs> playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Sunday Morning Scramble is live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Oh, man. Operations Manager Adam Johnson. I always knew he was a blue-eyed brother. Got a little soul to him. I get to step in my Air Force. So when, when, when did you buy your first pair of Air Force ones? And then we'll, man, get, I, we'll get into our, our, our 8, 820 to 840 topic. But man, first pair of Air Force ones, when did you buy them? Man, let me tell you something. I wasn't really an Air Force Ones kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Air okay. Force Ones weren't really, really. Well, I either had on a, a, a suit. I went to high school every day in a suit or or something athletic. And if I had <laughs> athletic shoes on, they were not no Air Force Ones. They were something I can get some work in. I was a, I was a pretty. Um, he was a pretty boy. Pretty conservative uh, kid. Okay. Well, you know? my first pair of Air Force Ones. Uh, my high school sweetheart bought them for me. I was in 11th grade. They were the mid-top Air Force ones. They were all white. Oh, they were pretty. And I, I think I held on to them to about my senior year, and that's when, you know, Air Force ones are like having children. You have to take a lot of care of them for them to look very pretty and represent you in the correct way. But as you and I were talking about on the other end, there is nothing like a good backup not only in college football, but all over sports and throughout these bowl games, Corey, we've seen a lot of backups and guys that don't get a lot of time due to opting out or or just injuries, you know, pregame, things of that nature, or going into the game knowing there's already injuries. But man, I will say this, and albeit this was in a losing effort, Marcel Reed, he is the son of former Tennessee State University head coach. Rod Reed, he stepped in during that bowl game with Texas A&M and Oklahoma State and played a good Oklahoma State team. I mean, albeit they got expletived up in the Big 12 <laughs> championship game versus Texas. But I think Oklahoma State came out and proved that one, I don't want to call them a favorite going into the Big 12 next year because you lose Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. But I think they, they have a, a, a good opportunity. But to go back to my point, Marcel Reed, I'm telling you, you put about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle on that man at Texas A&M, I, I mean, whew. If he come back in town, he need to get with with get with, get with, uh, get with Jared Houston and Scooter Houston if that's all that's, that's missing. But he's out, but he's been a he's a baller. Yes, he is. He's been a he's been a baller. Always. So this is this is my point. You know. Just because the season you are in, I mean, literally and 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 figuratively in life, the season you're in, you know, you got to be a pro. You know, and a, and a pro is 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 lucky, and a pro is lucky because that's where preparation, uh, uh, uh you're prepared and ready for your opportunity. You know, it, it's like they used to say where preparation meets opportunity. You you know, those guys are lucky. If you're gonna be a real pro. Uh, you are prepared and ready for your opportunity. And again, you know, when you talk about teams, different things are required from different people at different times. Like one of the things I, I, I wrote down in, in 
what we were talking about is mistakes are time sensitive. Again, that first free throw of the game. Hold on, go back to that one again, Pastor. Say that one again for the people in the back in the congregation. Man, what, what are you talking about, Will? What did you say? You said something about mistakes. Come M- on now, I'm trying to. Mistakes I'm, I'm, are time sensitive. Ooh, praise the Lord. Right? Because I just used the analogy about what the free throw shooter should be thinking about uh, in the first free throw of the game versus the last free throw in, in the game. And that's he shouldn't be thinking about what's at, at stake. He should just be thinking about, he or she should be thinking about what's, what's the, the routine to do what you've done a million times. But uh, but you 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 best believe that, uh, like my brother, who unfortunately, I, I don't even know the date. I don't, I don't, I don't know the dates of people that I love that have passed away because I don't ever think about the day that they left. I've always think about their life, but I know this is about my brother, uh, George uh, W. Harris. The third, uh, I was a youngin running around um, at Washington High School at a game, and I couldn't tell you who they who they played. Um, y'all could get my sister on here, my mother, Ida Harris. You should be watching. But George uh, was a tall point guard at the time. There weren't a lot of uh, during that during that day during the eighties. A six five point guard, Magic Johnson. I know uh, Clark Kent were. Uh, I said Clark Kent, Clark Kellogg. Not Clark Kent. Clark Kellogg <laughs> uh, were tall guys that handled the ball. But my brother uh, was a point guard. Game comes down, Will. It's a one and one. They down one. No time on the clock. Nobody at on the court but him and the whole gym. Now, mind you, I've been running around playing chase the whole basketball game. But in this moment, I was able to stop and watch my brother do the most clutch thing you can do. Terry Fletcher, if you're watching, uh, I could have this little bit accurate, Will, because I've been hit upside the head like 113,000 times. Now, at this point, um, was he coming in as a backup? He he wasn't a backup, but this is about uh, mistakes. Uh, oh, being back to time your sermon. Sensitive oh, okay. And right. uh, uh, nothing being better than a great backup. Because I've been, when I, I said all that to say, I've been both. I've had a playoff game where I dropped the opening kickoff off at the two-yard line, start the game, and at halftime, I fumble. It's 10-3 mm. to three against Dallas. Kenny Gant causes a fumble. They score. Now it's 17-3 to three instead of Brett Favre getting the chance to drive down the score. All I can remember is Mike Holmgren looking back, face red as I don't know what, talking to Nolan Cromwell. And he said, if his ass goes back in the game, somebody's ass is getting fired. <laughs> And you know, I love how coaches use that to their advantage. Like, you know what, just because I don't like it, <laughs> I'm going to go over to him because no. I have dominion over him and no. tell him you're fine. But that's what it is. It's mistakes. Right. And so so you can you can give up, uh, 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 you can lock a dude down all game. And then you give up that one Man, the long last drive, you give up the ball. Pass. Ooh-wee. And don't let it be a, a mistake. A Jimmy, a Jimmy Johnson uh, cut, I think it was Kervin Richards. During the playoff game, I think he fumbled twice in the playoff game. They was they was ahead and everything. But uh any rate, great backups. If we got any callers, y'all call in 615-844-5600. I got uh, one for you. I'm listening. All right, let me see. Have you heard of his name is Miller Moss? Miller Moss. Mm-hmm. Miller Moss is the backup quarterback at USC. You talk about great backup quarterbacks. Uh, this is a young man who came into the game 
I want to say throughout his career, through well under 100 passes uh, in his career at USC. Uh, and this was a fun matchup. I mean, you had Jack Plummer, who I want to say is the son of Jake the Snake Plummer. Mm. You know, from back in the day, poor Jake Plummer uh, played for a really bad Cardinals team in the 90s. But um, tough. tough, mentally tough, mentally tough, solid. You got go to be standing behind that sorry ass offensive line in Arizona. Type of type of yeah, poor Kyler Murray is starting to, he's been feeling that too. But anyway, to make my point, uh, Miller Moss, man, I mean, beautiful performance uh, versus Louisville. And I think a Louisville team that, you know, they're, they've they been hurting from their their loss versus um, Florida State in the ACC championship game. We all know Florida State's been hurting, too, since that ass whooping they took yesterday. Uh, but Miller Moss, man, 372 and six touchdown passes in that win yesterday. Guess how many total touchdown passes he has um, this year? He has seven. But in his career, guess how many he has? He had one. Nine. So seven of his nine career touchdown passes came in a game. Oh, you mean how many did he have before? Yes, he, he had, had two before that. He had two. Or two or three before that. So he had three before that. But he threw six. <laughs> but but another another example of a great backup. And as an organization and a program, especially what we see in pro football, I mean it's a couple of things that I that I think in terms of of dealing with what that theoretical bargaining, or that that theoretical cap and why contracts aren't guaranteed that I think uh, should change. I think your core, you should your core should have a vested interest in your organization. You're dealing with money. You're dealing with their their contracts. Mike Holmgren had a group of guys that he. Um, entrusted and empowered to be able to, to have conversation to come through on behalf of, of players. I think you have to be in touch with your players to be able to know. And I think the lack of certainty behind commitments from coaches and colleges to the players, for instance, the fact that a coach can just up and leave because he gets more money somewhere else, where's the player's best interest? And so they're not the true development systems that, are aligned with, like, say, a army or the military academies. I believe college institutions should have that kind of level of development consistency available to players across the board. And I think when guys go down or go out or opt out, you will get a measure of, or you go and get all-star teams from each conference, pay them boys and let them battle and scrap the ball game. Outside of the playoffs of the 12, period. I, I'm going to say this. When your number is called, be ready. you better be ready. And I had a coach tell me in my very brief high school football career, um, if you don't, if you stay but ready, you ain't got to. You ain't got to get ready. Of course, there was more explicit language within all that. But I, I, I take that. I don't care. You can develop. My father says this all the time. You can listen to all the advice that is given to you, but there is always a difference between advice and applying. Oh, information. Exactly. Yeah. So if I can I can go out and develop you and train you and send you all these speed coaches and strength coaches and running 
coordinator coaches and but you got to do the and, work and you but you once yeah, we do all true. this work i need to see some you gotta results do the work. well and you got to be ready because one you don't know when you're preparing like for for my life a real life example uh kim herring started uh i think all year he may have Ooh, missed he was, one of the games really, he was a safety he was a really yeah, safety play with play with him a very cerebral player very intelligent player from uh i think kim uh, uh kamani went to uh uh penn state so very cerebral, smart football player, um, good good athlete. But Kim got hurt, I think, on the first drive or the second quarter or something in our first wild card game in the year that we went to the Super Bowl. And you're talking about me, a guy that's that's uh, at that time uh, uh, going to another thing, the MVP, right? We'll talk about that, most versatile players. But at that time, uh, early in my career, all over field, but then with the Ravens, it, it was special teams, um, kick returner, uh, coverage guy, uh, personal protector, you know, linebacker, nickel, safety, last, you know, hope, corner. So for Kim to go out in the middle of the game and I'm like still all my special teams responsibility, but now I'm the starting strong safety you know, the lowest draft pick, I believe, on the field at the time, Chris McAllister, D- uh, Dwayne Starks, Rod Woodson, Ray. God. Yeah, like when you when uh, you go to. Tony Saragusa, Sam Adams, Robert Burnett, Michael, Mike McCray may have been the lowest draft pick. y'all go through all these defensive players, like it's scary. It is so scary to know like. Jamie Sharper. We can't forget Peter Bullware. Of you course, Ray Lewis, there. but. God, uh, like uh, uh, Robert Bailey, all uh, these um, James Trap, and then here's the thing: this is the thing that's missing to me too. Will it's our, amazing. Special, our special teams and kicking game? We our offensive side, uh, me kick returner Jermaine Lewis. We saved until uh, I returned all year he, until to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and bless his heart. I want to say during the Super Bowl, I hate to bring up a, 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 a morbid memory for him, but I want to say that was around the time he lost his son. Well, that was actually no. That was actually a couple, maybe a, a year, early, year maybe a year earlier. Yeah, maybe a year or two years earlier. That was when I first got there. It was in yeah. the Jets in that game? He returned uh, uh, two punts for for touchdowns, and on one of the punts, nobody got a a, a a positive. Nobody got a nobody had got a plus on the assignment, but him. We had ten minuses. And he had a he had a touchdown. So he was on the look, look, coach over there. Y'all, and then all had, this, and then yeah, and so yeah, but yeah, you dog, good job right nah, there. You made nah. you made chicken out of chicken. You, you, you got you, and the point and the point is, you got to be ready. But even more, the point is, I think that one of the things that frustrates me about football now, uh, outside of the fundamentals, is why is it surprising for certain things? Like why was it so many years that mobility as a quarterback? Was was such a, a a derogatory thing? Like had had somebody had the sense to curb an offense to Michael Vick's talents? I mean, what are we talking about? Frank Beamer did it right, <laughs> but but they wouldn't take that same system and put it up, and that's where football has come. It's becoming faster, but for me, this just as a business uh, uh, owner. If I'm sending you, if I'm spending $40 million, I'm giving Tom Brady $40 million. No, sir. You don't get to, you don't get to get no talk from your coach on the sideline about what to play to call. I'm gonna need you to have some signals 
or know the playbook, call your own plays. You're grown enough to get $50 million to quarterback a daggone team and throw the ball around, call your own plays. Uh, uh, go back and forth with your coach, send signals, whatever. That th- that digital part of the game, to me, it, it they're, they're dumbing down the, the need to be and know the game. I, I feel you. The I mental you. part of the game. I feel you. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap it up because what we're going to do on the other end, I want you to think about some things in sports that need to be left in 2023 mm. as we approach the new year. I'm going to think about some things in sports that need to be left in 2023. We'll talk about that on the other end. Again, we are live from the Strike and Spirit Studios here on Historic Airways of WNSR. You can call, text us 615-844-5600. Again, 615-844-5600. This is the Sunday Morning Scramble with Corey Harris, Will Brown, and Greg Tondras around here somewhere. I don't, I don't think he's sick, but what up, we'll coach? talk about it on the other end. We'll be right back. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanjas sent you This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Sunday Morning Scramble. Call in at 615-844-5600. Man, Corey, that's just certain riffs you got to let ride. I had to let this one ride for a few seconds. I had to let it ride for a few seconds. You yeah, know what? You well, one to... thing else we going to let ride? What's up? There's some of this BS that's been going on this year. And, and you know what? I, I gave you an assignment. But we both agreed on things that need to be left in 2023. And what that is, to all you want to be, well, I don't want to say want to be because they're, they're, they got there for a reason. I think some of these co-hosts and analysts that are on these networks do an excellent job. Can't discredit that. They do an excellent job. I think a lot of these guys and ladies um, – they do what they know, you know, creates a spark, be it positive or negative. Um, you better be careful. I'm gonna just say that. I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not doubting anybody. By no means necessary. You know, I love you. We love everybody, but I'm gonna say this. Let's leave. In 2023, the ultimate bashing of an individual instead of bashing what they talked about, right? And I say all that long-winded thesis to say this. Cam Newton, to me, one of the top 25 Greatest quarterbacks to ever put on a uniform. Okay. Now, Regard, I, regardless of level. What do you mean, regardless of level? So you're including his his. You saying his pro career? You talking about his career or him as a quarterback? That's the other thing. That his gets his. I, I want to say college and pro. What are we talking about? Pro. So, I, now collegiately, as a pro, I think he's the great. He's one. Of, he he may be besides Bo Jackson. He might be. Yeah, Bo greatest. Jackson was a running back. I know, but I'm saying not quarterback. I'm talking about greatest football player. So you want you want to put him ever? Well, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Cam Newton wanted the. I put him up. I put him on. I would put him on the Mount Rushmore with Bo Jackson. I don't know about that much. I would put Bo Jackson, (laughs) Herschel Walker. I don't even think you can do four. I think you have to do eleven just to be fair. Are you stupid? You got to do eleven. Despite 
the position. But Cam <laughs> is definitely was one of the, the greatest football players, period. Yeah, I will say, if if they're, you know, if we... Now, as far as collegiate, yes. Yes, his his one year, what he did at Auburn, what he was able to do, he won them their last national championship. The man put on. He put on. He did. But, but what you talking about specifically? We're, we're talking about him as a professional... Heard. Quarterback. Talk about what you're talking about, though. Okay, what, what so the, there the was a there was a, there. I mean, and she don't went, misquote her. Don't misquote I did, her. I'm not gonna misquote don't her. Paraphrase. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say. What did that, she say? I don't know what she said. What she say? I didn't get that deep. I, I watched the interview. Okay, it's been a few days since I've watched the interview. All I'm gonna say is, why don't we? Because in the, the the Sports Center anchor was was Kimberly Williams. Okay, she works for ESPN. Damn good at her job. Excellent. Excellent. But I think she went a little too far <laughs> up Cam Newton. And, and he addressed it on his podcast. Did she degrade him? Or, I wouldn't say she did. did, she I, did, did I, I don't, I don't did, think she did. Or was it her opinion? Because there are I don't want to say it's going to it, Was it her For him opinion? to come back and say what he said, I don't think, I don't think she, he felt like he was degraded. He felt like she didn't desire to comment on on her, is, her thoughts on well, him. She, about I him think as she a was commenting on his attire, and it's I'm like, what does that have to do? That, with, is that that's her opinion? That what? That's her opinion, but it's like what you he's he's saying. Comment on my comment, not comment right. on my clothes. Yes, Cam Newton wears some weird stuff, but it's him, and he makes it work. That's that. My thing is, I think because of what Cam Newton has. Bill, uh, there's been a target. I don't want to say a target on his back, but you know, people have looked at him a little hmm more since the 2015 Super Bowl. The way he handled the press conference, he didn't handle it properly. We all know that his time in New England, you know, we wasn't we, really know what is in charge on how we respond all of to that. I really feel though. like he wasn't used properly because, as you know, I think he was just there just to be a seat filler, but. And to make way for Mac Jones, but you know what I'm what surprised. Happened. But you know why I'm surprised about that whole situation, though. Why? Because I would have hit her with. You know what I would have hit her with, and yeah. I don't really tweet or Twitter or whatever it is or exit or exit. whatever you call it. I now. have a lot of exes, but I don't. You know. I don't. I don't. I don't typically ex, but I would hit her. I would have hit her. What's her name? Kimberly Williams. Kimberly Williams. I would say I would have hit her with the Kim. You know what that is? The I was. I would Kimberly hashtag, Martin. I would. I would have hit her with hashtag Kim. Exclamation point. I, I'm, you feel I, what I'm saying? Because that's Cam Newton, bro. When has something like that, uh, when you should let something like that move you, and that Cam would have stood for keep it moving. You ain't got nothing <laughs> else but that. You feel what I'm saying? It, it, it so I misspoke. Bye, Felicia. Uh, I misspoke. Kimberly Martin. I, Kimberly Martin Lawrence. That's a joke when you're talking about Cam being. Because, uh, uh, I mean, he talked it, about... Did he come off salty? Now, here's the other thing. You know, now, you I, know I, I ain't nothing phased that, boy. Right, but if he's talking from a standpoint of why even send that kind of energy Thank towards you. another brother Thank you. that's trying to do his thing Thank you. when and you could have kept it strictly about what you thought about my career or what I said versus attacking what I got on. So now you're talking, talking about... What I look, and now instantly you get to, oh, that's he's a weirdo. Are you saying I'm a weirdo? Or yeah. that you think, like, if he's saying it from that standpoint, and I don't want to take it out of context, but, yeah, 
and that's in our community. Oh, look, look, we are funny that we talk about segways into just things. But where you said that, look, where you know, I'm mean, oh, that's that is that is that is all all day in the community. What is that? Right. Unity. We gotta have some unity. That's well, it. So that's all through. We'll put it back up there. Yeah, unity. There you go. That's all through our, our community. It is one of the things. But I, let me say this. Let me say this because we got we got to get to our last break. Leaving in 2023. Leave. Just leave it. Leave it disunity. Leave it in 2023. And let Cam Newton be Cam Newton. Because you know what? He going to be Cam Newton. It's entertaining. <laughs> He gonna be Cam, and it is very. And he should be. He can't be nobody else but Cam. How you got an opinion about, or why you state an opinion that gives any level of negativity about another brother that's just just doing his his thing? Ain't nobody talking about uh, women and they bad weaves on on on. Stop it on TV. I ain't saying she got a weave. I don't even know. I ain't even talking about right. Her. We're not I'm talking about her in general. general. You get what I'm Where'd saying? Where be some broomsticks or, on or, their eyes makeup too? Makeup or oh, how somebody dressed or whatever. So gotta have a makeup. Gotta have a makeup. So even the, even the male anchors wear the makeup. Listen, Gotta have the makeup. What y'all leaving in 2023? Y'all y'all if y'all can go, I'm on Facebook Live. I, 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 I would like to oh. I would like to leave in 2023. Hmm. What would I like to leave in 2023? I want to leave procrastination. You know what? 100. I'm gonna leave inconsistency and sugar. Procrastination and sugar. Well, no more. well, I'm yes, not, bad sugar. I just had. I just. I'm. I'm. I'm I. I will not be eating. Uh, I'm a sugar addict. Will I hate to tell y'all this. Every time I go home and I was home, put that I, sugar I, I, I went to Long's Bakery. Oh my Do y'all know why they call it Long's I Bakery? Wanna, Does anybody know why they call it Long's Bakery? Uh, I know my uh, nephew, Demetrius, is watching. <laughs> why do they call it Long's Bakery? Well, I'm a sugar addict. It's the best bakery I in was the world, I was singing the sugar song for you. In the world. With CeeLo and Long. Yeah. Why do they call it Long's, Will? Because it's long. No pun intended. Well, this is a fact. Every time you go, no matter when you go, you the go. lines is long. They long. But you need to go. Because it's the best go. sugar you ever had. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. So I I, I I get my favorite donuts. I get a dozen. By the time I get home, it's two left. Oh, my God. Literally. Gordon, no, I'm what being are you honest. going through? Blueberry cake, <laughs> blueberry cake and what cinnamon you fry. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're from Indianapolis, you know what I'm talking oh about. Oh, my God. Uh, what are you going uh, through? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a hug, Court? My boy just hit me on Facebook. Well, he said, Steve Broussard played with me with the uh, <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. I think Broussard went to Washington State. Don't run it back. Talking about. Man, you know what? There have been bad a lot hairline. Of good- he going to say I got a bad hairline. See, I, I've seen some pictures of like you in you the, the 90s, like Court. Just said, we just said. We just got through talking about see, Kimberly Martin on Cam Newton and my teammate gonna come and talk about. But my see, hairline. there's a difference. That's what's wrong with you But there's a difference. He she he stated a fact because I Ooh, I we, have see, seen what, pictures. Shots fired. Ladies I have. And but see, there's a difference between checking and putting down, and that was a check. So I have seen pictures of. This is gonna. Sound, I'm gonna sound like a stalker, but world, just know that I have better things to do in my life than Google careers. But you know, when you find out who your coworkers are, and you find out they're in the NFL, and you find out they've joined one of the worst fraternities <laughs> in the world, you then have to uh, you, you do your homework. But yes, I've seen some pictures of you in the night. It's like, damn, that boy hairline is. I'm talking about this thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ooh. But I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, know what? I can't talk about it. There's airline. a reason that we don't have Will on the visual feed. I mean, I, I, There's a reason because oh, here you go. We he let's just say he has a he has the he has the perfect face for radio, ladies and gentlemen. And, and you know what? 
my woman and, loves and it. his fraternity is not better than my fraternity oh which are the amazing go. brothers of kappa alpha psi fraternity incorporated Y'all i mean with right. some fabulous brothers i mean matter of fact t banks t banks where are you at man we need to call in we're talking about uh uh Everything sports. We go all over the place, and we all over the place because Will is trying to control a crazy maniac on the radio. And that I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing me, pretty decent doing job. Okay. But he's I doing will. Okay. So to to go back to our leaving it in 2023, it's the bashing of Cam Newton. <laughs> leave Cam alone. Leave Let Cam him be. Alone. All right. And you're gonna leave sugar. You're gonna leave bad sugars. And and I'm gonna leave inconsistency. And we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave. Quiet, amen, Jesus, Russell Wilson in 2023. Yes, and we going to slap the I don't know what out of a, a coach for getting in our face like that in 2024. Hey. That's the last time uh, Sean Payton. You and you know who that? else we're probably we're going to be leaving in 2023? And I can't believe it. Who? Not, let, we'll see how the offseason unfolds. Draymond. We Bill Belichick. We, Draymond, we are leaving we are leaving the extracurriculars. Yes, leave those in 2023. Please, yes. we're leaving the extracurriculars. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get our dentist rhyming on without the violation. Yes, we are. You know what? That will do it for our first hour of 2023. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. It's time for the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe to feed your sports fandom. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, the Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by DraftKings Sports and Social, Downtown Nashville, and State Farm Hendersonville agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs in Gallatin. Call into the show and voice your opinion. At 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. And now, here's your host for the Sunday Morning Scramble. 2001 Baltimore Ravens Strong Safety Super Bowl Champion, Corey Harris. And Air Force veteran, longtime football coach, Greg Tonjes. All right, fans, we are back. Hour number two of the Sunday Morning Scramble live with uh, Corey Harris. And yours truly will, the producer, Greg Tonjes, is on uh, the sick and shut-in list this morning uh, for the final show of the new year. (laughs) Wink, wink. Say a prayer. You say a prayer, stop sipping that sauce, GT. But anyway, (laughs) hey, man, we got a wonderful Nine o'clock hour for you live from the Strike and Spare Studios here on the historic airways of WNSR Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. You can call or text 615-844-5600. Again, 615-844-5600. And in the 920-hour, Corey, uh, Kim Davis down in Houston, Texas, she is has a podcast called Chalk Talk. And if you ever get a chance to listen to it, uh, it, wonderful. I mean, does an excellent job. She's going to be joining in uh, at 920. Also uh, appears on KHOU, a CBS affiliate down in Houston, Texas, and Fox 26 in Houston as well. So she's going to come on and talk about uh, Titans-Texans round two. Oh, We shall see what happened after uh, the Tennessee Titans lost to the Houston Texans 
uh, a couple weeks ago. And, whoop, man, the Titans. I, I, I'm going to say this. I didn't think that coming into this is now week 17 of the NFL, which it doesn't sound weird. It gets weird when you start here in week 18. Uh, but coming into week 17, Corey, I just knew. I just knew, Corey, that we would be looking at a Tennessee Titans team fighting for a playoff spot and, you know, having to put it all out there on the line and all the cliché expletive that you hear towards the end of the season in the NFL. And nope, not the case. Uh, You got this year, the Houston Texans, the Houston Texans. But that's but that's that's right now sitting at third in the AFC South and the Tennessee Titans officially eliminated from the playoffs. You have the Houston Texans, but the that's, Indianapolis that's, that's Colts. The, that's the NFL. That's though. the NFL and the Jacksonville Jaguars right now sitting on top of the AFC South. I give you even crazier. You got Joe Flacco being cheered. By the Cleveland Brown fans. Who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens in 2012. Do you feel me? <laughs> that, that's what it is, but that's what keeps us coming back. That's the addiction, and that's the excitement that uh, fans want, but it'll drive you crazy. And the Titans just, I, I think they were in denial and didn't move how they should have moved when they should have moved. I agree. You know, just from a standpoint of development, except where you are. It's, yeah. like, it's like somebody fighting you hey they're foreclosing on your house no no they're not gonna foreclose on your house they're foreclosing on your house no no they're, yeah, not, they're not gonna, gonna do it on your house no they're foreclosing on your house no, no, no we coming gonna, to foreclose on that house <laughs> right it's time to go you hear dog. what i'm saying and next yes. thing you know all your ish's on on the on the on the side you know what i'm saying be good donations for the church but you're terrible you know, <laughs> i'm just saying it happened life is is, is it that so is that's what we had to talk about Sports talk, sports for life, and with, with that, uh, we will, we're looking forward to talking to Kim Davis. But uh, the sports for life later on, we'll be talking to uh, one of my uh, <laughs> childhood brothers. Came up in the Ooh, same you know football what the tree. Could use this <laughs> oh my God, it's going to hell! We thank you. You know what I'm saying? You can write it off on your taxes. But uh, <laughs> oh, Corey Edwards, uh, and how the disciplines that we learned in sports has allowed him to to, to thrive and, and uh, grow yeah, in be that system. But also another one well, I wish I could talk to, David Blackburn, uh, lead over the scouting department with the Ravens, which we'll talk about Ravens and Dolphins. But, um, again, no, man, that's 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 it. So, uh, oh, see, we'll, we'll see what's going on. You know what? I, I'll continue it on by saying that who would have thought the New England Patriots mm. would be 4 and 11? Is and Bill uh, Belichick getting ready to get? He better hate, step down. Do you think they will fire him? I can see him in craft in the back room. Like I, Bill, I, I'm telling I, you, I, I don't want to do this. Jerry Bill, Glanville said it best. What would he say? Not for long. Listen, now he been long. This is like now. This this is more like not today, Bill. Now, dang it, Bill, I don't want to have to do this. Now, won't you just sign the letter and step down? Your wife's somewhere <laughs> praying, like, please don't let this one retire. Let him get another five years, Lord. But I you know what? Please. He's going to coach somewhere else. Man, let me tell He's you. He's going to coach somewhere him else. Him and his wife, they're going to be miserable when he get home and ain't got no work. He's been gone for 49 years. 49? 18 hours a day. Three hours, coffee, years. and breakfast once a week. 
dinner on Saturdays once a week in the off season. I got to go, baby. We got combine. I got to go, baby. We got, you feel what I'm saying? She get to go on three trips. <laughs> Multiple trips. <laughs> and now he going to be home 24-7. It's going to be interesting. Horrible. It's going to be interesting. You know what else is interesting? What's that, bro? The sorry-ass NFC South. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you look at right now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know. You sigh again. You know, you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Blake Baker Mayfield, man. Yes. I'm glad he got another chance. You know, he deserved to be a starter in the NFL, and he's proven that in Tampa Bay up and down. Atlanta Falcons yet to find, you know, they've had a few people start at the quarterback position, Desmond Ritter, um, Tyler Henneke, so they never got rid of uh, Marcus Mariota. That's just me. Um, The New Orleans Saints, they just, they are who they are. The Carolina Panthers, I mean. Why is is there so uh, much bad pro football? I'm asking, why do you think there's so much bad? When I say bad pro football, why? uh, Because it it can be extremes, I think. Because, obviously, even in a day and age where scoring averages are up, the number of plays, they're speeding up, but the complexity is going down. To think the teams that have guys that that play thinking man's football or the, the coordinators that can scheme and find weaknesses, why is there so much poor fundamental football though i don't know but speaking of uh poor football i mean last night's game uh with the cowboys and lions lions man like great game i I will say but you know how do you feel about the dallas cowboys Uh, this is Uh, this is what i say say about how do you feel about that again and i use myself an example in different games and i I, I playing against the cowboys or or playing with the lions or against the lions seeing myself on the barry sanders um um they are 11 and playing with playing with uh the packers listen man impact players make big plays and big games on the big stage with the lights on right all the time why does Dak? get so much flack. You know what I'm saying? We know because yeah, he was balling yesterday. One, 345, he's on America's touchdowns. team. He's on he's on the mo- most hated and loved team, you know what I'm saying? Uh in the world, you might as well call them the Trumps. He, <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> they the Dallas most hated Trumps. and the most loved uh team in the in the in the league and he he takes it and the way that he walks and carries himself cuz guess what at the end of the day Again, ain't no pressure. This man got got bread on top of bread on top of bread on top of bread bakery, and the owner love him, and he's capable of it. And so winning the big one, let's go back to why Dallas has not been to the big one, right? We're talking about mistakes and are time-sensitive. Because they choke in the playoffs. Because you put a quarterback to hold a field goal or extra point in the time when you need it most, Versus somebody that takes a long distance snap on a regular basis, like your punter, and he fumbles the or ball. Or your third string quarterback that that's really has his main job. Practice, yeah, that has time to practice. People out of place, and so for years, Jerry Jones has stuck his uh, own experiential football uh, philosophy deep in the heart of the recipe of the Dallas Cowboys. When you had Jimmy Johnson there, the big three, and then some, instead of transitioning into a space. Of and it's control. It's it's the thing. So uh, uh, ultimately, it it still takes what we've been talking about all, all day. It takes a construction of a roster and a development system that everybody 
knows what the goal is and is willing to do their job. I remember Marvin Lewis talked to our defense about this the year we won the Super Bowl. And it was like, Mac, your contract coming up. You could you could get 15 sacks easily probably. But I will say this, going back to the point of the game, the only thing poor about that game was the officiating. God, it was awful. Okay. How do we how do God we, it was awful? How do we how do we correct human error more expeditiously? That's something that they should be thinking about. There's certain things. Look, ineligible players can can check in on the sideline easily. It could be electronic and it's showing up there next to the time clock. So these are these are things again, the NFL, they fix things as they are broken. They don't have pro uh, active or pro forward thinking to fix things that shouldn't be an issue. Why does the replay take so long? Why are there, why are there so many uh, uh, catastrophic calls in a situation like this? But I have to watch it because one of the things I heard about the uh, it was two players. So the referee picked the wrong player. The other player that wasn't supposed to be that player shouldn't even been over there. The, the referee shouldn't, shouldn't have been given an opportunity to decide which player was the player that was reporting to be eligible. So if that is, in fact, is true, if two players were by the referee when one was reporting, that's a lying problem. <laughs> no pun intended. That is one of the many teams you played for. So, again... The officiating is, and all sports, that's another, that's, that's another thing we can leave in 2023, Will. The bad football and NBA and NFL I will say this. I will say this. I think, and I, and I know the NFL, I know the referees do this every year. They do it every year. You, you go into a deep dive of, you know, certain calls. Pass interference. Is it or is it is or is it ain't a catch? You know, we you go deep into all these every year. I think now, do you look at it as a okay, what is what is acceptable, what is not? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so when it comes to passing interference, passing interference, um, if you don't get your head around, that's on you, Mr. Cornerback. You know what I'm saying? That's on all levels. Of football. You just got to call it consistent, though. You got to call it consistent. I, call it I, consistent. I, I, players I are, are, are that is true. responsible for uh, adjusting. But there should not be any dead ball penalty mistakes. There should not be any dead ball mistakes by officials. So this is something that's happening that is not a movement. It is exact Thing, there is no way that a play like this, a call like this by an official, can be the out can can uh, uh, impact the outcome of the game. This is a dead ball play, just like uh, what's the receiver from Kansas City? It's your job to look out at the official and appoint to him. Because if you point at him, he's going to give you the thumbs up or tell you to back up. You cannot have dead ball officiating issues or player mistakes I will, um, I, I will, like this. I will agree. It's too easy to, to correct. Yeah, that it is. At, so. That it is. So here, we got a caller. Who do we have? It is uh, Bob from Bellevue. What's going on, Bob? What you want to talk about? 
Hey, fellas, I'm a uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Bless your heart. Being a Cowboy fan, I know. Being a Cowboy fan is like watching the Andy Griffith Show. Mm. It's fun, but you know how every episode ends as soon as you start watching. (laughs) (laughs) And I know, and I know that they're not going to win the Super Bowl. But I hate to say it, I didn't see how that ended last night. So there was cheating. We we got a win we didn't deserve. Can you tell me what happened? I'm just finding out about it right now. Okay, Bob, first of all, we're going to put you in, in therapy. We're going to go you in therapy, sports for life therapy, real quick. Now, oh, I don't, it, hey, I don't need therapy. No, I, accept I'm saying, my, check, I accept my future. No, but check this out. But, <laughs> but listen to me. When you step at the line at the free throw, do you are you going to the free throw line or stepping in the battery box saying, man, I'm probably not going to hit this one? Now, the thoughts become words. And the words become the manifest stated thing of what's going to happen. It's a self-fulfilled prophecy. So what I'll say is there was an error that did not have to happen that would have allowed the Lions to win. It was in the dead ball officiating area error where, and I hadn't seen this part, but uh, uh, ineligible player alignment reported but the mistake was supposedly that two players were by the referee when the pl- one of the player was talking, and so uh, in the uh, at that time he must have picked the wrong player as being eligible, and the other player ended up having something to do with scoring, and it was an ineligible player downfield. Now, did the did the Lions complete a pass that would have given them the two points, or did they yes. run it in? Did they actually yes, they, score it? Yes, so, they did. No, here's what okay. here's here's okay. kind of what happened. So, okay. the Lions are going for a two point conversion, and it was nullified by an illegal touching penalty. Mm. So then, when that happened, obviously, the Lions do not convert on a two point conversion, mm. which essentially gives See, the hard. Cowboys the win. Okay. So, so I can't. But first of all, what what do y'all think? I know the Lions are the hot new team, and they're cool yeah, they're, and everything. Yeah, yeah they're doing shouldn't really good. Just, shouldn't you just shouldn't you just kick an extra point there and tie the game? But you look at cases? it like this, man. You who are they led by? They led by a coach that bite knees off. What are we talking, we talking about? about right. We talking about the right. fighting Dan Campbell's. The fight. Right. The I mean, Dan you Campbell's, you got you Dan live Campbell's. with the results. That's how he yeah, was as a player. You you. Yeah. And that's how he is as a coach. You can kick that extra point and go on to overtime. I think Detroit is right there with Dallas. Detroit Detroit has bad luck in overtime because I remember one time we won the Tossing in overtime in Soldier Field, and Coach Marty Morningwick decided to kick it off. So Detroit has a bad history in overtimes. In my, oh, okay. uh, and then, so we're not going to go <laughs> into overtime. got a bad history, period. <laughs> that was a bad ex- experience. But, no, the, line, the I think this is indicative of – uh, the Lions' attitude and mentality about it, period. I think this could have been the Super Bowl. Uh, and it wouldn't have been, oh it wouldn't man, have been the momentum. Go that that far. Far. I, I would not wild. go with the momentum. I would go that Dan Campbell is the type of coach with the type of team he has and the, and the way they fight for him. And I'll say, quote, unquote, because it's not literal, go to war with him. I would not be mad at him yeah. as a player. Because you don't know how that coin toss is going to And then so, they did. So they converted on the two-point conversion. But, again, it was nullified by an illegal touching. Eagle, illegal touching. Right. I thought it yes. said illegal down. Field. No, illegal, illegal touching. touching. So, it was illegal touching. And that's what it was. And and, and I can't fault. And we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. So, Bob, if you want to stay on the line, feel free to stay. But Thank you. Uh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Dan Campbell does what Dan Campbell does. So, not a bad call by any means necessary. 
not a bad call by any means Man, necessary. Man, I tell you what, when, when, when you got to get three yards to get those two points and it's win or lose the game, three yards is a long way when you got to have but, it. Now, but one why yard is that? Is and you know what? But I why mean, we just talked about that, Will. What's the difference in getting three yards at that point in the game, expectation from your pro football team versus the first three yards of the game? In fact, you want to get on first down. You're saying to yourself, we go, we we work and go. Our system is we want at least four yards so we can be in second and medium. And so it's like the coaches that play with play the analytics that don't punt, right? That's crazy because it's situational. But to me, three yards as a pro player, that's like asking that I, we don't want to go in overtime. Yeah, and then again, you're looking at a Lions team that's about to make the super, about to make the playoffs, but. What we'll do, we'll wrap it up. We'll keep this going. The second hour of the Sunday morning scramble with yours truly, uh, Will Brown, the producer, Corey Harris, Bob from Bellevue. Thanks for your call. Continue to call in. We love you. As Greg would say, you're a fan of the show. Um, Our good friend of the show. A good friend, good fan, same thing. We like you. So, while that being stated, more NFL talk on the other end. Phone lines are wide open, 615 844 5600. We are here live from the Strike and Spare studios. This is the Sunday morning scramble. We will see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tungis likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tungis, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you.
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Emerald City as the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Hawks know how to fly thanks to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Geno Smith throwing a slant by the goal line. Is it caught? Yes! Touchdown, DK Metcalf! The Steelers always get the stop thanks to the electric defense of TJ Watt. It's the Steelers at the Seahawks this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. It's the Sunday Morning Scramble, live on WNSR. Ooh, okay. Play I like it. Music. Play that funk. Uh, play it. That funk you know what? Funk Athena's it. been playing that funk music all season. The Houston Texans. I mean, who would have thought that the Houston Texans at this point, would even be in a competitive state at this portion of the NFL season. And to talk about it all, KHOU and Fox 26 Houston's own host of the Chalk Talk down in the HOU, Miss Kim Davis. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Y'all kind of jamming down there. Hey, I mean, we tried. I had to gather myself. This is the Music City at the end of the day. Not just country yeah, music. Yeah. Not just country music. But hey, <laughs> first off, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. So before we get into all the obvious, what are you leaving in 2023? Oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, Lord. She had to clear my throat. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I am leaving... Um, I'm leaving. I'm leaving any regret for some things I didn't finish. Okay, starting over. All right. I, yeah. Mine. This whole uh, show has been inconsistencies. But speaking of inconsistencies, I mean, you look at the Houston <laughs> Texans right now. Uh, since their uh, last win, I mean, they beat the Titans 19 to 16 here in the Music City. You then go on to lose the Cleveland Browns last week, 36 to 22. Well, again today it is round two of Titans and Texans. And we're now they're in Houston today. So when yes. you look at this team this year, um, I mean, what do you feel like Coach D'Amico Ryans as the head coach? I mean, what 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 do you feel like he has brought to this team? And what do you feel like was missing last year outside of the obvious when it comes to leadership? What do you feel like right. was missing from last year's team? What do you feel like this year's team has gained that no one expected that the Texans would have in their uh, repertoire this season? Well, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the first thing is they have, a, they have a better roster, right, and a quarterback. But what D'Amico has brought is, you know, we hear this word a lot. We've heard it here with this organization a lot, but it's culture. And it really is that. I mean, changing the culture because winning is a culture, right? It, 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 it's more than just 
the things that happen on Sunday. And so some of that has changed throughout the building. And I think the other thing is when he came in, he obviously got uh, more autonomy than, than the two previous guys before him had, which makes a difference, right? Then it rests on your shoulders what we see on the field on Sunday. I don't think anyone is surprised that the team is better. I think people – I talk to players all the time who played with D'Amico, and they're like, oh, yeah, we, we knew they'd be here because we knew him, we know him, and we know what he brings. But for the rest of us that cover the team, like since OTAs and the draft and through the summer and up to now, I thought they'd be better. I, I wasn't sure that they would be playing um, meaningful football on the last day of 2024. I just didn't think – that, that's a surprise to me. I mean, about midway through the season, I thought, okay, maybe. But coming into the season, we thought six wins would be a good accomplishment. So he's done a lot. Yeah, that he has. When you look at this team last year, I mean, averaging 17 points per game, and then to this year, I mean, you're well above that. You're five points over at 21. But, again, obvious improvements in the right direction. And when you look at – I'm looking at statistics. You know, I have had a chance to look at the statistics. Man, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I didn't think C.J. Stroud was going to be who he, he was this year. That's, that's right. The, that's the thing, Will. That right there is the other part of that. I think a coach can inspire, but I think when the players saw what C.J. Stroud was, what 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 the the way he what he is, the way that he responds to things, I think that was the other uh, have. Not to cut you off, but but that word right there, that guy at that position, uh, along with D'Amico Ryan's, you got a player that did it, and nothing can be more respected and and motivating than a guy that played the game leading you and you gotta you gotta plan and, and that that mindset and and with that with that thought will go finish your point but i wanted to ask uh, you a question kim about uh cj stroud uh in the houston uh area because I, I i believe that guys like that who their commitment to to the team that's not something you have to question but i also see guys like that and their their capacity to impact the community like Houston has been through so many things and and what, you know, pro sports teams can be in a particular community and him as a quarterback uh, and the future of that franchise. You know, C.J. Stroud is, I mean, you know, I always wanted them to draft him, even if they were in the one pick, right? I thought, he's the guy, right? He's the guy. And you know what rookie quarterbacks do? They, they look sometimes like a Bryce Young. I, I don't think that's going to be his future, what we've seen this year. I thought C.J. Stroud was definitely the right pick and would be a really good uh, player to lead this franchise. I didn't know that he would do all the things he's done this year. You talked about, I mean, leadership, right? Um, he is authentic. He's smart. The, you know, I see guys that obviously are older than him, that are veterans, that respect him and that will do whatever for him because he is, he puts so much into it. Um, he shows up. He's, he's not, you know, he's not just saying the right things at the podium because it is scripted. Mm. The stuff he tells you is, is what he believes in, is what it is in his heart. And then it's what he goes out and it's what he shows you. Mm. A funny story. I was talking to Tank Dell one day and he said that, you know, he and CJ are very, they're, they're, they become very close. And he said, um, yeah, I'm talking to CJ one day, and he's asking me about this play that I made when I was in college. And I'm like, man, how'd you, how did you even see that? And CJ said, yeah, you know, I was looking through YouTube, because he does that. Like, I'm looking through YouTube, at, you know, at, at some of your past work, and I saw this, so talk to me about that. So even beyond just going in a playbook, he's that guy. 
I mean, he's always trying to learn and gain an edge. And I think it's, I mean, clearly it's shown up on the field. And it's shown up, you mentioned the community, it's shown up there too. Because, you know, a lot of players will do things and, you know, because it is the right thing to do. Right. But when you talk to him daily and you get to know, this is just how this young man is wired. Yeah, that it is. And and you know what? I am. It's been fun watching C.J. Stroud all season. And I'm going to get into my favorite position on the football field, especially with the Houston Texans. I've been loving watching Devin Singletary and Damian Pierce run the football this season, (laughs) albeit both of these guys uh, probably will not finish the year, especially I know Damian Pierce won't uh, finish the year with 1,000 yards rushing, uh, nor, well, Devin Singletary may have an opportunity, and he's got to really put in some work. But outside of that, these two guys talk about, you know, their contributions this year and, and how you feel like, you know, now Houston kind of has a one-two punch to an extent at the running back position. You know, and this is a team that, you know, we, we know it all starts up front. And that offensive line has been so – they've had so many injuries. They've had so many changes. It's not what they started with, right? The number one pick, first-round pick, not number one, but first-round pick from last year they didn't even start the season, right? You, you – you re-up Titus Howard at right tackle in the offseason, and you had to move him inside the left guard, not his best position, and then he's out. I mean, you've had all of these changes on the offensive line, but the running game, with when, when Motor is in, Devin Singletary, it fits the way he runs. I think Damian Pierce has had to – he had some injuries early, and he's had to find his way in this new system. But, you know, last week he, he was in on a kick return, and he ran one all the way back, and I think that was – such a boost for what he needed in terms of just confidence and wanting to contribute. So I think you're right. The one-two punch is 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 necessary. It's helpful. This team, although C.J. Stroud has done some great things, they really do need that running game to open things up for C.J. So I'll be curious to see what it looks like today, you know, how much rust, if any, C.J. has, if he has any apprehension about, you know, after coming – off a concussion, especially obviously a, a tough one because it sidelined him for two weeks. A lot to look out for in today's game. Yeah, and you know what? I, I'm gonna say this about the uh, about the quarterback position. I'll be. We just got done talking about the running backs. You, you know, someone who wh- when I see this man in public, who I'm gonna give a hug to, who? Russ Wilson. No, we're, we're still talking about oh, the Houston okay, Texans. Yes, but he needs a <laughs> hug too. But he's got Sierra for that. Um. She can give him all the hugs David he needs. Mills. Yes, that young man needs a hug. I mean, <laughs> because he tries and he tries and he tries. You know what I'm saying? Like like Cat Williams. He tries and tries. It don't work. He keeps trying and he, he keeps trying and it just doesn't work. Like, God, man, just Davis Mills. That's all I'm going to say. But we're going to switch it over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, okay. Well, before before we do that, any any injuries that that we need to know about regarding the Houston Texans today? Because I know that's kind of what has started their somewhat inconsistent, you know, ride these last few weeks. You know, not having C.J. Stroud, um, right? Not having Nico Collins a couple games, not having Tank Dale a couple of times uh, throughout the season. Those really are top two receivers. I mean, you, you know what? Right. Collins, Tank Dale, Dalton Schultz, who didn't have to travel too far. And, and then Noah right. Brown, and then y- y'all can have Robert Woods. But, I mean. Right. <laughs> bro, no, you can't never say that. No, no, no. no. Y'all we can will, have we Robert will Woods. Not, but... We will not bash the players that are yeah. not 
that are underperforming or whatever. They're Y'all can have Robert Woods. But he, you know, he served us well in Tennessee. Um, but again, I mean, who 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 we need who's who's in, who's out today, who's who's on that questionable side? And who you picking? And who you picking? So so, let's go school? with the injuries first. Right? Okay, so one guy that you guys are probably should probably be glad that he's that one guy who is out is Jonathan Grenard. Oh, he have it the last time he saw you. He's out. Uh, Malik Collins is questionable. Uh, Steve Nelson is questionable. And, you know, I think they're trending toward playing, but those are definitely game time decisions. And the other ones who were questionable are Will Anderson, oh, who you didn't see, but I yeah. think he's going to play. Uh, Andrew Beck, who I think will play, and Sheldon Rankins, who's questionable, but but has been trending toward playing on the offensive line. The other guys, Noah Brown, Nico Collins, those guys are all full participation and, um, you know, should be okay for today. And, of <laughs> course, this, obviously, C.J. Stroud. But you laugh at that. Side. It was no, a stressful like, side, Miss Davis. It was like, y'all, we are already under we're, pressure. We're saying, well, we're <laughs> screwed. <laughs> We're already under pressure. You oh, but hey, let's do this. Um, <laughs> I love how you brought up some of the players on the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> I'm just saying. You see what it's I got to deal with every morning? And, and and this is not even – this is second string and third string today. But you see what I got to deal like with, Miss Davis? Game almost right. right. We're one of the 18 that opted out. <laughs> we're, we're playing because some of the guys opted out. That's not right, Will. That's not right. But, hey, I think we're doing okay. But, hey, I will say this. Um your your keys to victory for the Houston Texans and what you think the score could be and why in Texas Titans round two. Wow. So I, I think the keys to victory for the Texans are, you know, they have got a you mentioned that term earlier in about being consistent. You know, they've had a they've had the propensity to play a good half and then not a good half. They've got to come out and they've got to be consistent. They've got to be able to move the ball offensively early. And the other thing is not that I expect them to hold Derrick Henry to nine or 10 yards from scrimmage. They they have to continue to do a good job defending the run, right? Because he is basically probably made all his bonus money on the Texans. Yeah. yeah, He got, let me see. He got (laughs) y'all for the, he ran for you. He got y'all for 2000. Uh, you know, yeah. he's ran for over so, 200. Uh, yeah, he owns y'all. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's been able to eat on this team. So yep. they've got to be able to control the run and not give up the big plays defensively. That's what's killed them, the big plays defensively. They didn't do that. You know, we, we know that we're going to see D-Hop today. He has a propensity for that. So I think that's what they have to do um, in terms of being able to win. I picked the Texans to win, and I think those will be the keys. If they are able to be consistent, um, you know, they shoot themselves in the foot. Right? Yes, they do. They are their own worst enemy sometimes with just untimely penalties and giving up big plays, which you guys know this better than most. You know, to the fan, it looks like, oh, my gosh, they're still not prepared. But those plays are by inches. Somebody either missing the call, being out of position, the communication was off, and it turns into a big play. They can't afford that today. So those are the keys. And in terms of the score, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm thinking something like, you know, 24 21, 24 24 21, 24 17 is what I'm going to say. Don't be trying to don't be trying to be nice to us either. Don't don't. Can't right. Do we we I'm have not, we have Teflon tough skin. Yeah, you can you, you <laughs> going to put it out there. We'll take we'll But here's take. the other thing too. They do have, you know, of course, you know, they've got uh Kimi's back and kicking, so I think he's always um a bonus for them when he's kicking and kicking well because as we know, the kicking game is important and matters. 
Very much so. Yeah, that it is. And you know what? With all that being stated, we will let you go. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Calling in. Thank you guys and... for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem. Well, look, happy new year to you. May the Lord bless you with everything that you decide to pray for in this new year. And leave it in 2023. Leave it in 2023. And you keep the good times rolling, man. I, I will say this. Go ahead. You have a you have a wonderful uh podcast and and I love it. I've gotten a chance to, you know, watch it and study it. And I will say this about the work that you do with you. And I know you have, you know, ties to Mike Patton. Um, with you, it's kind of deeper than sports. And I like yeah. that. And I like <laughs> how you bring that out of your guests. Well, I appreciate that. I thank you guys for checking it out. And anytime you need me, call me. This was fun, especially because y'all came in with some fire music. I appreciate that on a Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, no problem. Welcome to the Music City. We have been talking to Miss Kim Davis. And what we'll do, we'll take a break. Our phone lines are firing up right now. So we'll take for a real? few calls. Yes, a couple calls <laughs> here and there. Scramble. So you know what, Miss Davis, thank you for your time. You have a wonderful day. Uh, this is the Sunday Morning Scramble. We will see you on. All right. Happy New Year, guys. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you on the other side. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tungis likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tungis, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on 
apply. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call Click Granger.com or just stop on by Granger.com. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's the NHL Winter Classic on Sports USA, and we ring in the new year in Seattle as the Kraken host the Vegas Golden Knights at the outdoor home of the Mariners. It'll be an action-packed matchup of the NHL's newest franchises. The Knights know how to cash in their shots with Eichel and Stone. The Kraken will defend with Dunn, Larson, and Grubauer between the pipes. It's the Cup champion Golden Knights and the Kraken outside in Seattle. New Year's Day on your home for the NHL playoffs and the Stanley Cup, Sports USA. The Sunday Morning Scramble, broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio. Ooh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. I like it. I like it. Hey, you know what? Like I said, phone lines have uh, have been somewhat blowing up for us. And, you know, we got we have someone. Coach, I like to set a record every week. Well, yeah. I think we're getting there. Uh, we got someone that's, uh, she's called a few times. A lovely friend. Of the show, Miss James out of Cleveland. Miss Cleveland, how you doing? Oh, Sports Mom University. What's up, James Atta? Thank you, gentlemen. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? We're good. We're good. So, you know, one of the things that we're seeing, we, we'll jump right into it. We got a couple of minutes. One of the things that we, we're seeing, uh, that the ever-changing landscape of uh, name, image, and likeness, and wh- what I'm pushing for and hoping for is, is ultimately profit sharing amongst players, but there are some other things, like groups of players that I think are being left out and, and being left behind in this transition. And the landscape of recruiting and signing scholarships is changing. And so uh, uh, a lot of schools that are in, in the top tier are not taking guys straight out of high school now because of the transfer portal. Uh, if you could, just kind of uh, things that parents or families should, should know really about this in terms of kids potentially getting a true evaluation of their talent, going to prep school or NAIA uh, before they take that Division One leap or making those decisions and, and, and making sure you discern between the character of these programs. Can you talk about that uh, real quick? Um, the first thing I would tell parents, well, one, thanks for asking the question, but the first thing that I, I would tell parents is they need to understand that sports is a business and that a big part of business is marketing. Um, and, and as such, they need to cast a wide net. Uh, in the past, it's been D1 or bust, where you're going to have to consider every level, inclu- including JUCO, because the way that college athletics is set up is that coaches have very little time to win. And when you have very little time to win, you also have very little time to develop athletes. And so if I'm a coach who knows that my job could be in jeopardy in a year, maybe two, it's a far easier 
that for me to take a college student who's in the portal that one I know can get into college and two I know can hack it from the day to day. So high school families think about things like take if you can do dual enrollment, show coaches that you can actually handle a college workload. And when you say and when you say early, dual enrollment, for those that don't know what that is, what is dual enrollment for parents that may not like, know what you mean? Some schools allow high school students to also take classes at their local community college at the same time. And what that does is it allows you, one, to go to, to, go to your chosen university, whether it's a four-year school or a two-year school, already with college credits. But more than that, it shows a college coach, hey, I can actually handle a college workload. Um, don't wait to the last minute to apply. Um, a lot of times I see families, they wait until they get an offer, and then after they get an offer, they apply to the school. Well, it's a different conversation when you come to a coach and say, well, I've already applied to your school. I've already been adv- admitted. I've done, already done my FAFSA. I know that I'm going to get X amount of academic dollars or X amount of Pell dollars. You, you have to show them that you're easy to do business with. And at the very minimum, take away the headache of the question of saying, can this kid even get admitted to my school? Right. And I know... I know it's really nice to get a bunch of offers and to do the whole, you know, blessed to receive. Let me just tell y'all, while you're blessed to receive an offer, you need to ask some questions like, where am I on your recruiting board? How many high school kids are you taking? Yes, be proactive. Um, Yeah. Because sometimes you need, one is, big question, is this even a committable offer? Right. Because one of the things you want to know is, can you sign right now? And, And stop waiting. It's nice to be wanted but you actually need to secure a spot as soon as possible because if you wait even a week, that spot may not be there. And this is a cautionary tale for kids that are going to graduate this year. The transfer portal is open now, but it also opens again in like late March, early April. So, so, so James, we, really, got, we got to get ready to go. But I want before you, before you go, let people know how they can get in touch with you. So that they, they can follow up and get this uh this this priceless information for you. You don't want to misstep, uh, and you want to be have somebody that who, it is passionate and knowledgeable about what's going on. So get let people know how they can get in touch with you, uh, on whatever um, platforms. They can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook business page. It's called Sports Mom University, and I'm on Instagram and Threads as well as Twitter as at Sports. It's S P O R T S underscore M O N underscore youth um but yeah find reach out to me just look for sports money yeah and y'all can join us on the uh, sports family network facebook page as well james that is always giving a lot of uh, good information and so uh you know everybody knows that that uh youth sports is my passion not everybody but people that know me know that that's it and my foundation uh, the foundation of uh, i've just started kick the stereotypes um is really about sports for life and it's resources opportunity information instruction will that that is going to change uh 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 lives and communities and so uh people like james etta and people of some of our calls and good friends we know uh, that it is more about more in sports and so again you're listening to the sunday morning scramble we are missing coach g y'all sending some facebook you're love. missing coach g i'm missing coach g angry will that was a voice from angry will the producer <laughs> not will the producer y'all can text us to call in at 615-844-5600 uh we we got a uh we think we broke a record today right we, we call yeah, we, we getting there slowly but, but surely. um 
Also, we got to talk Ravens, uh, Dolphins, man. I played for both teams, so we got to get some calls in, get some text messages in, uh, and join us. So here we go. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja's sent you This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis. State Farm is there. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. 
Okay. You're Please. listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble <laughs> live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hey. We didn't mean to interrupt you, Adam. We're sorry. Go for it. He, Go for that, it. I, I'm telling you, I don't know what juice he, been, he has I, he consumed. But he's on it. Yeah, I appreciate it. And we didn't so, mean, Adam, to interrupt yeah. your intro. Yeah. But awesome job. Awesome, awesome. So before we get out of here, we're going to have this moment. Uh, we're talking about versatility and preparedness. Now, our next caller, Corey Edwards, grew up under the same development system and uh, spiritual development system that I, I grew up. Oh, Corey, this is this this is a new segment. It's going to be real quick. You wasn't ready for it, but I know you got something for it. This is going to be called the championship approach. I need you to give me something this morning that I can take that's going to take me through the whole week till I can get back to you on the air on Sunday. Give so me we, we just call someone to motivate you? Yeah, because he's a champion. Yeah. What the hell? All right, he's come on, champion. Corey. Let's do it. Let's Sports do it. for life. Let's go. Give me something, oh, Corey. That's what's up. It starts with fundamentals of discipline. If you're not fundamentally disciplined sound, you're not going to make anything happen to achieve your success. You have to be disciplined to execute the play. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Praise it's, the Lord. It's, you got to be disciplined to make the to play. To execute the play. Say and that. Execution is necessary. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. Uh, running, a, running a multi-million dollar uh, company after doing it on the field, going to college, Eastern Illinois, doing some things right there from. Oh, he's, edu- where I'm he's from, OVC educated. Uh, uh, he's a he's a dog. I think uh, he played with Tony Romo, but man, I appreciate that. He sends me a text, yes, sir. and my team uh, texts every morning, motivated up early, like the greats have been, the Jerry Rice's of the world, the Walter Payton's, those type of guy. And that's again, sports for life, taking off the field. Uh, again, thank you, brother, for calling in. Y'all used that. You heard what he said. You need discipline to get to what you're trying to do to, to be successful at it. It's necessary. Uh, thanks again, bro. We'll talk, talk to you next week. Will, we finna do our picks here in a second. But before that, go to kickthestereotypesfoundation.org. If you love sports, if you got a child that will love sports, no matter where you are, because we're going to be there kickthestereotypesfoundation.org. We have a Let's Play Soccer Day coming up uh, February the 19th. All right. Go sign up. K through 8. Go sign up. Here we go, Will. And with that being stated, we have six games we need to pick, and we got 50 seconds to do it. First off, Cincinnati, KC. Corey, where you going? I'm going Cincinnati. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Tampa Tampa Bay. Bay. All right. We both tied right there. Titans, Texans, round two. I got the Texans. Texans. You got the Texans. Two teams you played for. Two jobs you had. You lost both of them. Miami, Baltimore. Who you got? I got to come over here and hit your side of head. But doing me like that. That's what I got. I got the Blackbirds, baby. We beat people this season. Everybody eat. I got that tossing too. Miami all the way. Oh, man. Indianapolis lost. Vegas. Man, but, come on. They ain't doing nothing in Vegas but sinning and gambling. I'm going with the Pony, baby. <laughs> I'm going with the Pony. The whole team. I got Buffalo. Who you got? I don't have a dog in that race.